0: this is leah and welcome to this week's hashtag for paris podcast it is wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching i'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end but for now let's jump right in
1: so this week i want to land at the place of asking the question what difference does easter make or to put it another way does does easter really matter uh, Obviously, it's rather appropriate if you're watching this during this weekend, if you're watching this on Easter Sunday. We we, we acknowledge, we recognize that around the world, there are people gathering in different places to to celebrate Easter, to to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus. An event that took place 2,000 years ago. But Maybe for you, you're asking the question, well, I get it, I, I may even believe in it, but at the end of the day... In the midst of my life, in the midst of whatever I am facing, what difference does Easter make? I, I mean, if I get up on Monday morning, is Easter really going to make a difference? Does a does resurrection really matter? That's where I want to land today. But to kind of get us rolling, I've got a question for you to maybe to think about. Uh, maybe something you want to discuss over Easter dinner or with whoever you're watching with or maybe just this coming week, think about it. Think about a significant moment in your life. Could have been something that happened recently. Could have been something that happened a long time ago. Uh, It it could be more uh, dependent upon kind of what stage in life you're in. For some, if you're a teenager, it could be this. A significant moment was, when I got my license, I finally got freedom. Significant moment, if you're a parent, is when you first welcome that child into your family. If you're in a relationship, the, the significant moment of when you first met that person. Maybe a significant moment is when you finally got that job you so desperately wanted. Or for those of you, towards the end of your career, uh, a significant moment is when you got to retire and end working. I'm sure for all of us, we have these significant moments in life. And what's interesting is oftentimes there may be moments in life that at the time don't seem as significant. I remember for myself in 2005, uh, my wife and I, Rebecca, were living in Malawi, the southern part of Africa. And I was sitting in a room and I was kind of thumbing through a magazine, the, the, the Presbyterian Record, which probably means nothing to you. It's a denominational magazine. And i landed on an article that spoke about a church in a small town in southwestern Ontario. And it was about a church that was making a significant impact in their community. I was quite interested. I read it with intrigue and then put it away. Little did I know that a year later, Rebecca and I would be considering moving back to Canada and looking for a community, looking for a church where we could land. Wouldn't you know it? That church I read about a year earlier happened to be looking for a pastor. 18 years later, who would have known? that I would have had the privilege to come to this town of Paris, Ontario, and become the pastor of that church that I first read about in 2005. A a significant moment for me, because as reading the article, I just loved what they were all about, and being allowed to be a part of it with them. As we think about Easter, as we think of just the significance of, of what it is that we celebrate we, we know that around the world, people are gathering to come with a sense of joy, a sense of anticipation, a sense of excitement. Easter has become a significant moment in the life of the Christian church, in, in the life of many individuals who follow Jesus, yet it wasn't seemingly a significant moment that very first Easter morning. I want to jump into Mark chapter 16, the, the very last chapter of the Gospel of Mark, and kind of basically come to a place where we'll be concluding our series and, and read what that first encounter with the resurrection actually was like for those followers of Jesus. And, and understand these were the individuals who were devoted to Jesus, these were the individuals who, 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 were, who were seeing their, their hope ripped from them as he was crucified only days earlier. What was their response? to the very first Easter. Let's jump into Mark chapter 16, beginning with verse one. This is what we read. Saturday evening, when the Sabbath ended, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Shalom went out and purchased burial spices so they could anoint Jesus' body. Very early on Sunday morning, just at sunrise, they went to the tomb. On the way, they were asking each other, who will roll away the stone for us? From the entrance to the tomb. But as they arrived, they looked up and saw that the stone, which was very large, had already been rolled aside. When they entered the tomb, they saw a young man clothed in a white robe sitting on the right side. The women were shocked. But the angel said, Don't be alarmed. You are looking for Jesus of Nazareth, who is crucified. He isn't here, he has risen from the dead. Look, this is where they lay his body. Now go and tell his disciples, including Peter that Jesus is going ahead of you to Galilee. You will see him there, just as he told you before he died. The woman fled from the tomb, trembling and bewildered, and they said nothing to anyone because they were too frightened. I don't know if if you're familiar with the Easter story, or maybe you're just hearing it for the very first time, but, but talk about a total contrast to to likely the the experience of many as we celebrate Easter today. Their their initial response was was not one of belief, not not one of anticipation. We're we're told that on the way to the tomb, they weren't expecting to see Jesus having been risen. They're worried about who's going to roll away this massive stone so that we can prepare his body. The one we had hoped would be the Messiah and then and then it gets better when they actually get to the tomb and they see the stone has been rolled away and they go into the tomb they they they, they see jesus is not there it's not as if suddenly it triggered oh wait a second wait a second we we remember this we we were waiting for this oh, how how does, how dull we were no, no 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 no! they had no clue even after an angel an angel spoke to them and told them and reminded them what jesus had already told them what was their response They were bewildered. They were frightened. Even when the angel told them, go and tell others, they kept their mouths shut. You see, the first followers of Jesus didn't believe or even anticipate the resurrection. Yet something happened. Here is a group of men and women, not, not many at all, who were frightened, who were bewildered, who were scared, who, who didn't really even want to talk about it, that began a movement that not only transformed their lives, but changed their communities and eventually began to change the entire world. Listen, listen, I don't don't know what you may believe about Jesus and whether or not you believe he rose from the grave, but when you look historically at the impact that the the movement of Jesus has been had, you you realize what's been going on. I mean, within 300 years, the the movement of Jesus took over the entire Roman world. 2,000 years later, we see Christianity growing and expanding, going, going to the far reaches of the world. We see on a day like today, Christians around the world are gathering to celebrate and to focus upon the resurrection, to focus upon the very fact that those first followers of Jesus didn't anticipate and couldn't even believe. But it's a moment that essentially changed their lives. If you, if you keep reading through, through the Bible, you get into the book of Acts. It, it comes right after the Gospels. So you have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the, the Gospels, the biographies of Jesus. And then the book of Acts begins to tell the, the history of the early church. Starts, starts to speak of, of this movement of, of these disciples, these individuals who were terrified, who were bewildered, who weren't saying anything. Beginning to proclaim the resurrection of Jesus with such boldness that even those onlookers were completely amazed. They were willing to not stand in fear, but ultimately give their lives because of the hope that they had found. It's this movement that really began to take off that very first morning when Jesus had risen from the grave that began to not only transform their lives, but transform the world in which we live. But it brings us back to the question. And, and, and maybe you are, are listening and you're watching and you're saying, yeah, yeah, I get it, I get it. It, it, it. It's had a tremendous impact upon this world. But what difference does Easter make in my life? In the midst of the struggles, in the midst of the decisions, in the midst of the stress, in the midst of the worries, in the midst of broken relationships, in in just the midst of life, the good, the bad, the ugly, the the, the soon-to-be-forgotten, what difference does Easter make? If I were to narrow it down to one word, one word that I believe applies for you, one word that ultimately applies to the lives of those first followers of Jesus, the difference that Easter made that enabled them to do the incredible things they did through the power of God? Hope. Hope. It was the hope that they now had through Jesus, his death and his resurrection, that enabled them to to step out with great boldness, with great confidence, in the midst of incredibly, incredibly difficult circumstances, in the midst of persecution, to proclaim the reality of Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection. What is, what is hope? What is hope? I, I think, unfortunately, too, too, too often, the, the culture we live in has kind of hijacked some of these incredibly important words. We do ourselves no favors when we simply reduce hope to wishful thinking like is is that what it's about that that, that because of jesus and, and his resurrection that then 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 maybe we can kind of be wishful in terms of what we think may happen or or what might happen no, no 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 hope is fueled by the promises of god it's so important to understand that jesus laid the very foundation and he bet it all upon his resurrection he continually told his followers that that everything is going to happen, that they were going to enter Jerusalem, that he's going to be handed over, he's going to be betrayed, he's going to be beaten, he's going to be spit upon, he's going to be crucified. But then on the third day, he would rise from the grave. Everything, everything pivots on this. That if Jesus didn't rise from the grave, if, 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 if the resurrection didn't happen, then everything else crumbles to the ground. We, we have nothing to hold on to. We, we, we are fools to be pitied. So Jesus bet it all. And suddenly, suddenly, these early followers of Jesus realized that, that if that promise, if that promise had been fulfilled, then all the other promises that God gives to us through Jesus are also true for us. It's it's the promise of the very power of Jesus at work in our lives that that suddenly when we walk through life, it's it's not based upon our own strength. It's not based upon us trying to do better, to to be better, but rather it's a recognition. It's the power of God at work in us. It's, It's the promise that in the midst of life, peace comes not based upon the circumstances or the situations that we have, but peace comes in knowing the very presence of Jesus being with us. It's it's the promise of forgiveness. As as broken and as messed up as we are, it's the hope that comes in knowing that through Jesus' death and resurrection, we can be forgiven, we can be healed, we can be restored. It's the promise of eternal life that in many ways the best is yet to come, that, that death does not have the final say. But that when we put our faith in Jesus, we live with this sense of hope, this promise of eternity. And and when you have the hope and assurance of eternity, it begins to impact how you live here and today. You see, hope is fueled by promise. But hope also builds purpose. Before the resurrection, as as the disciples were wandering, they, they were wondering, now what do we do? Now where do we go? Maybe to, to different extents, you, you land in the same place. You, you wonder, like, like, what is the meaning of life? Like, like, what is the purpose? You see, in Jesus, in his hope, it gives us a greater sense of purpose. That suddenly life is lived, not pursuing the things of this world, not trying to find our identity, not trying to find satisfaction in the culture or in society or, 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 or in whatever else this world tries to sell us, but rather our purpose is found in living with Jesus living for others. What difference does Easter make? It changed the world by changing the lives of those who decided to believe in Jesus. What difference can Easter make for you? It can give you hope that is fueled by promise. It can give you hope that begins to build a greater sense of purpose. But here it is. Will you make it personal? You see, Easter can be celebrated at a distance. You can recognize the historical event. You can acknowledge something that happened 2,000 years ago. But then you just go on your way looking for a greater sense of purpose, trying to simply get through the next day. But when you make it personal, when you begin to realize that that these same promises, the same purpose that Jesus gave to those first followers he desires to give to you when you choose to follow him, it changes everything. We all have significant moments in life. I think of the moment of when I came to this church. I think of the moment when we welcomed the kids into our lives. I think of the moment when I first met my amazing wife, Rebecca, and the moment where she agreed to spend her life with me. Those are cherished forever. But the most significant moment is the moment and the decision that I make daily to make Jesus the center of my life to build my life, to find my ultimate sense of hope, not in the things of this world, not even in the amazing people of this world, but to place my hope upon him, to build my life around him. Because then it begins to change everything I do. Jesus' invitation is this. Follow me. Make it personal. Choose to receive this hope that comes through a relationship with him. And so receive this hope. And then begin to live this hope day by day. And you'll start to see the difference it makes not only in your life, but the difference it makes in the lives of those that come in contact with you because of the work of Jesus in you. Maybe this Easter becomes a significant moment, a moment where you turn back to Jesus, or for some, a moment where you turn to Jesus for the very first time and begin living a life with hope. I'm just going to lead us in a short prayer and invite you, if this is a decision you want to make, to to make this your own. And and then I'm going to come back and just chat for another moment about what a next step may be. Will you pray with me? And so, Jesus, we come this day not simply wanting to to celebrate Easter from a distance, but, but recognize the difference that it makes. That Jesus, because of your life, because of your death, but ultimately because of your resurrection, we have hope. The hope that is fueled through your promises. A hope that begins to build a greater sense of purpose. I pray for those watching today that perhaps need to grab onto this hope. Lord Jesus, as they turn their lives to you, May you fill them with these promises, this sense of peace that truly passes all understanding. May you you fill them with your strength to to enable them to go through whatever difficulties they face. May you grant them the assurance that maybe even if they're battling struggles or, or even facing death, that they know that death does not have the final say. May they know you, Jesus, for they ask this, we ask this in your name. Amen. If you've made that significant decision to make Jesus the center of your life, it doesn't mean that you necessarily understand everything. There's, there's certainly going to be questions, but, but let me encourage you to, to reach out. Either either reach out to me or, or maybe you're watching this because someone who else has put their hope in Jesus has encouraged you to do so. Have a conversation with them. Allow them to be an encouragement to you. But we'd love to come alongside you, to support you, to help you, to, to encourage you. And so if you reach out, we, we will get in contact, we'll get, we'll get in touch, and we'll talk about a next step. My prayer for you is that this would be a significant moment that whatever you're facing in life, you will find hope in Jesus because he is the resurrection and the life. He is the one who promises to be with you always to the very end. May you put your hope in him. Have a great, great rest of your day.
0: It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispresb.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B.ca.